Hello, everybody, and welcome back to, or welcome, to the Monsters Behind the Mask, the one and only podcast entirely dedicated to Carnevale, the miniature game by TT Combat. I am your host, my name is Dario, and hosting with me this episode is my friend, Renzo. Yeah, glad to be back. Yeah, indeed. The summer pause was way too long, and yeah. not no hobby for me in those months of uh, family and uh, work and uh, everything else but uh, miniatures. I am so sad. <laughs> yeah, also a bit of COVID. Yeah. Uh, why not? Uh, let us bring <laughs> of COVID. Thank you, COVID, for being with us in these two years. Okay. <laughs> but now it's a good time to add because it's autumn. And if you thought that summer was hot this year, autumn in Venice is crazy hot. And this is the title of our episode, too. Haha. <laughs> well, so in the autumn, it is said that the monsters uh, wake up from their hibernation. And this episode is going to be focused primarily on the newest release from our favorite skirmish fantasy uh, historical monsters game. I mean, kind of well, of course. Yes. So, news, announcements, and a, a very rich Q&A section. Hmm? Yep. Yeah, lots of questions. Great stuff. Indeed. Whereas, I think that we can just start and jump into the fated canal of Venice. Benvenuti a Venezia. With Venetian autumn is crazy hot. Right? Let's go. Welcome, cari signori, welcome to the city of the unending Carnevale. Welcome to Venezia. But be aware, there are monsters behind the masks. <laughs> so, answer. We have not been recording for the whole summer. Mm, what are your hobby progresses? Uh, slowly, slowly. But I just finished my uh, Paladin of Lazarus, so I'm pretty happy uh, that he's done. And now I have the uh, last four models, and then uh, I need to get some new stuff. <laughs> but fortunately, there's plenty to choose from. So lucky. So lucky. Now we... <laughs> I feel pity for you. You've done a lot of painting, right? Sorry? <laughs> Sorry. I said you've you've done a lot of painting, right? Mm, actually, not that much. I'm, I'm not painting that much because I last thing that I painted actually was in uh, the mid of July and was a commission. After that, I, I'm painting the, uh, the gondola attack for a friend of mine eh? and uh, a Pulcinella gang. But it's still a work in progress. Because, you know, the problem here is that in the end of November, there is going to be Milan War Games. And this year, with my gaming club, Ultima Alleanza Padova, Last Alliance Padova, we are going to present the first Italian Carnevale tournament. So, awesome. yeah, th there's a lot, a lot of stuff to do. There is literally uh, a ton of my plate at the moment, uh, 
So I'm slowing down the pain. My yes, my hobby, my personal hobby, because I'm uh, fully committed to fully committed to prepare the the boards and I'm studying which missions to include and which rule set actually to to use in uh, in for this event. Probably, and I say probably, um, I think that we will start. We will stick to the basic rules, just because. Uh, uh, in the recent past, we, we a friend of mine and I actually, we translated the the the, the free PDF rules into Italian. So English here is often a barrier, and we want to be as inclusive as possible. So it's going to be a full Italian tournament, and we are. I think that we are going to use the basic rules. However, the missions it's an entirely different matter. And uh, I wanted to to choose the um, most balanced, but even most most uh, mm, diverse missions. I don't want to do to do three missions where that is all kill, 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 or grab objectives and run. And yeah. I'm studying it. Yes, I'm preparing a sort of info pack for that. Working on yeah. it. Wow, that's great news, Dario. Awesome. It's cool. It's cool. It's it's a through commitment. There is a lot to do, and there is another yeah. project, but it's a secret at the moment. Very secret. Oh, yeah. you're going to need a lot of boards, right? Yes. Yeah, we we put ourselves a limit of eight players because the the convention um, is struggling with uh, actually the room to put the players in because there are going to be many tournaments. Uh, and believe me or not, the Mordan community here in Italy is amazing, and they're going to to be, I think, twenty four players, twenty four Mordan players, and it's it's yeah. it's mind blowing. I mean, I, I asked for yeah. for room for to accommodate ten players, but then the the, the organizers they replied me, well, if you really need. All those tables, okay, but uh, you know, if you can just drop one, and I say, okay, we are at the moment we are five players, and still three uh, spots left. So international players, if you want to come over here, you're very welcome. <laughs> but yeah, love to. <laughs> no, Milan is very, it's very well. Is has got a lot of connections. So it's very easy to reach from abroad. Uh, if you live in Switzerland mm. or just grab an airplane, the the place is clo- very close, insanely close to to Linate Airport. So you can just walk out of the airport and go to the convention. <laughs> I'm not nice. kidding; it's true, nice. <laughs> literally. Oh wow! So very cool. Yeah. yeah, updates will come. I can assure you that. Yeah. Yes. What do you think? Hopefully, all those more time players will be carnival players soon. I hope so. We are working to to build our our community here. At the moment, the Italian the Italian Facebook page has, uh, I think, ninety people in it, and some of those are some uh, friends from abroad. So I, I don't know if they count as Italian players, <laughs> but they are they are honored <laughs> guests. Everybody's welcome. Hmm. Well, Hansen, what do you think? Yes. Uh, shall we discuss the, the true matter of this episode? 
lot of yes. stuff occurred during the, our little summer pause. Yes. Hmm. Very good. Well. Nice. Huh? Nice. I, the the first thing to do is to say a sad, sad, sad goodbye to a good friend that, that is no longer with us. The Kickstarter Morgrau. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe maybe three more brows was a bit much. Sorry? <laughs> maybe three of them was a bit much. Mm, who knows? <laughs> I I um uh, actually I accidentally bought the new exclusive one. So now at the moment I'm clocking in two more brows. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the third one, the retail version, <laughs> but maybe three more brows are a bit a bit, little bit too much. I don't know, still have to decide. <laughs> However, the new Oldborg Growl, what do you think about it? Yeah, it, it, it's uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I remember uh, seeing the model a long time ago. I was like, wow, is, is that a Carnival model? <laughs> it's like, it was so big and so uh, extreme. Very impressive model. Very dynamic. Mm-mm-mm. The design is very different from the, the Morgau that we all know and love. This model cap comes from the old Vesperon Kickstarter. That was the, the company that originally uh, made Carnevale. And during the Kickstarter campaign, they they had this model available to, to buy as a Kickstarter exclusive. So it's an extremely rare model. I mean, the old Carnevale model are quite rare nowadays, and their their look can be you can like it or not. They're quite different from the the, the miniatures that we use today. But the the old workout was impressive, so dynamic, but so different from the the, the serpentine one that we that we have now. So yep. it's going to be interesting to, uh, to to have this this model too. But the challenge to paint it as well. Yeah. yeah. But we saw that is another big, big, beautiful, big return. The flame that burns underwater Kickstarter edition. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was really cool that they also uh, released it. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> it's such a fun model. Now, this is a problem for me because I bought the new one. And now, what I'm going to do with two flames? <laughs> because, of course, I got the new, the new old flame. <laughs> uh, not only do you have two more growers, you also got two flames. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're fun models. I mean, even if you don't use them, it, uh, they're just part of the history of Carnival. Mm-mm-mm. You know, no mystery that actually I love the 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 old uh, concept of the flame the better um, than the new one. The new one is a beautiful sculpt. The Kickstarter yeah. one was quite odd. It's no, it was diverse, it was different from the the, the the new the new incarnation. But the the idea of this of this lady that is literally riding a giant octopus. octopus. <laughs> it's so weird that I could not pass on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you, yeah. <laughs> well, 
these were the, cool. the, the exclusive rents. I mean, they're, they're going to be miniatures available only during events, uh, and you can buy at the events or during the, the, the events on the TT Combat web store, as they are used to, to do in the last two years. Thanks to COVID. Thank you, COVID. And you will... Yay. Well, uh, but there is a ton of new releases, too. I mean, retail releases. Friends, we got a, a ton of th- yeah. things to, to talk about. Every major faction. Yeah. And <laughs> major faction, I, I am excluding uh, the Strigoi, uh, the Gifted, and uh, the Doctors. They are no major factions, of course. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. They have to wait. They have to wait a bit. Yeah, yeah. little bit, little bit. This is we, we, this is uh, the one that we can call the second wave of blood on the water releases. What do you think? Yeah, I must say I'm really impressed with the models that are coming out. Mm-hmm. All of them, I think. Yeah, really cool, really nice. Well, the guild. So where do we start? Uh, the guild. I, I would start with the, with the guild following the, the usual uh, TT combat yeah. order. So guild Rashad and uh, <laughs> doctors, no doctors here, patricians and Vatican last. What do you think? Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Very good. Well, we see the guild has got a new, new, new crunchy, crunchy release. The ship hands. Ship hands. Yes. Yes, the ship hands. They are, they are going to be... Uh, they're not a complete gang. This box is composed of the, the, the whaler, the, the sort of Japanese-Asian uh, fisherman that we spotted a long time ago, uh, the dog keeper that is uh, one of the last Kickstarter models that wasn't available uh, as a retail model, the dogs. Yep. And the new new character, the smuggler. But did we maybe yep. suggest something like that, Tomigo? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like something we could have suggested. <laughs> yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love this. And we also got a bonus dog. There, there are three new dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, the dogs are new. Yeah. Well, what is we can say about these these new new characters, friends? What do you think about them? Mm, I got my thoughts, but I, I since I'm mostly a guild player, I wish to hear your your. Uh, I wish to hear you. Yeah, of course, of course. I think this is a very very fun uh, set. There's a lot of uh, good stuff in it. I mean, uh, uh, um. What can I say? Let's start with the, the dog keeper. He's cheap. He, mm-hmm. He's got two command points. Uh, that's already fun. Dogs, they are the cheapest uh, character that you can buy in the in the guild. So that's always useful to have. Uh, and they're pretty good, actually, for five ducats. They're fast. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not complaining. Uh, very useful. Uh, very, very useful set. And then we got the whaler, who's absolute beast, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, his plus plus three damage uh, whaling lance. That guy can do so much damage. Uh, and lastly, we have the very useful uh, smuggler, uh, who's 
Besides having a very uh, useful gun with a template, which is always fun, uh, she can actually uh, give people uh, command points. Have them replenish command points. And that's really nice because uh, there are a lot of characters in the guild that have like one or two uh, command points and then they uh, can regain it. For example, if you combine this with the fisherman, who's normally limited to one, Mm-hmm. You can get one back every time. Yeah. So no, I think this is very useful. A lot of utility. A uh, lot of interesting characters. Also a lot of boat crew. Mm-mm-mm. Which is uh, nice with all the new boats. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. The, the whaler, uh, the whaler is cool. He's a sort of uh, fisherman on steroids. They, they they got different roles. I mean, the fisherman is a sort of underboss, but this this guy is is a brute. He, he wants to to kill and grab people with a harpoon, and the thing that he can knock back in any direction is so cool. I mean, the, the best spot for yeah. me would be to to be on a roof fighting and uh, pushing people uh, down the down to the down from down from the roofs. Uh, Causing falling damages, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he's got hunter, but on a forty meter, forty forty millimeters base. Ah, it's not. It's not exactly the best possible combo, but okay, it's cool to kill the very big pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And protection too is not amazing, but he's got plenty of life points to to chew through before being defeated. Well. Uh, yeah. I think that the smuggler is very good. As you say, he brings utility and something that we have never had in guild. Since we are lacking magical support and uh, so we cannot have uh, access to fear rhetoric, our command points uh, when uh, when depleted were depleted. Now we got a, a way to, to replenish them. I'm very, 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 very happy about this. Last but not least, <laughs> we got, she, she's got a, a, the blunderbuss that is a template and templates are all, always good. And it's a quite powerful one. It's not bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. Last the dog keeper. Well, it's it's nice. Mm, bring some common points and it's always good. And the dogs, as you say, they are cheap and fast, but unfortunately they are mindless. And the, the cool thing about the dogs is they, they got an engage. <laughs> so if you want to run away from them, they are going to be to be biting on your leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me go. Let me go. I also like that. The, <laughs> I like that the dog keeper has companion dogs, so he actually he sort of loses his mind. <laughs> his mind becomes one when he's with the dogs. Because he's distracted. <laughs> All the barking, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. No, but I think those dogs are really useful. Yeah. I was just saying that I love the sculpt of the prince himself. Mm. He's also not, not very small. <laughs> okay. Okay, I see, I see. So the guild is going to get this nice boost, but they're a shark. They're sharp uh, in a very, very tasty spot as well. Yes. <sighs> ah, Rashad, Rashad, And uh, I think this was, this was... I'm kind of surprised that they did this box second. 
because everyone was like with the, with the first wave they were like oh we have a box with that's entirely primitive with mind one <laughs> how are we going to use this <laughs> and this box sort of explains <laughs> you yeah. how to use the first box mostly i mean you could still to make it work uh, you could still make the first box work even with the major char and removing stun but uh, mm-hmm. now with this second box you can really see uh, how it fits together yes probably yes probably these these boxes solves a lot of problem with federal shot of course and uh, it, it was it, it makes me laugh that so many Rashar player were so confused about okay this beast is so beautiful and so powerful but now how we are supposed to use them <laughs> with primitive one and water creature? They are going to always be stunned in water. How is it possible? Yeah, water yeah. in Venice is very dangerous, for, even for uh, water creatures. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the, the new <laughs> Partum Matriarch, Partul, sorry, Matriarch. Who is naming this character? They hate me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Lewis also mentioned that that they do it on purpose. <laughs> my, but like my God, it, it's difficult. It's so difficult to to just pronunciate the part to matriarch, and this is not the hardest <laughs> one. How can you no. can read the the, the the this grasshopper thing, the bounding tail clean? My I think that someone is is making jokes of us because they know that we are going to to read and to speak out the names of these creatures on the podcast. And hmm, let's yeah. see how Darwin Rents are going to pronounce the bounding Delkin or. I'll give it a try next. You can do. You can try the name of the big slug. Oh my god, uh, the ambassador. No, it's the ambassador for me. Yeah. Just the ambassador. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> With his big <laughs> smile. And oddly enough, the ambassador is not yet on the gank builder, while everybody, everyone else is. So if you want to... No, but just... It's in the PDF, of course. But it's not, um, yep. not yet on the gank builder at the time of recording this episode, I mean. Yeah, but you can <laughs> see his steps. So... Mm-mm-mm. Yes, of course. But I, I, all right. I, shall I talk about the? Uh, shall I talk about the partul matriarch? <laughs> the what? Sorry, can you say? Can you say what again? The what? The satellite. Satellite. <laughs> partul. Partul. <laughs> I can pronounce it in Dutch. Oh my god. Partul. <laughs> it's probably not Dutch. No, it sounds a bit I, Dutch. No, no idea. Partul. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the Partool Matriarch. This is a complete okay. game, but not one that I'm going to suggest to anybody who is beginning with Rashar. Believe me. But, okay, Lance. What do you think about the Partool Matriarch? Okay, okay. So, it, it, I think, uh, first of all, the model is amazing. <laughs> um, but um, there's basically one rule that you need to know, and they basically know all. Well, there's two. The first one is that she gives all feral creatures companion, mm-hmm. uh, uh, companion leader. So uh, and she's mind five. So that that basically fixes your problem uh, with all the primitive stuff. 
And the second important rule is that she can actually give birth <laughs> mm-hmm. to babies, cry babies. Mm. Actually, the model is giving birth. She's so annoying. Yeah. Mm. Well, she, she's a part of Montreal, so I, I expected her to do something like that. I mean, Look at the model. Look at the model. She she's yeah. she's got plenty of egg sacs uh, with obviously crybabies inside. So ah, mm-hmm. so gross, yeah. so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interesting model. Nice concept. Yeah. It's also not often that you put a model on the table that's actually giving birth. Quite it's quite visible. Visual model. <laughs> it it doesn't really hide anything. <laughs> no, not not at all. And I I don't know. She's she's not. I mean, okay, she's straightforward in in sense that okay, you have to to give birth with uh, to the cry babies uh, and uh, as long as you have common points. So I think that anybody with uh, the runes to to use fear rhetoric and I'm talking about you, Sirena. Is good to be played with with a part of matriarch, because other than the crybabies, uh, apparently, I mean, to my to my point of view, at least, the stats of this model aren't that great. She is basically big and scary, but she's bulky, so she's she gains no cover when in water. That's <laughs> 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 so bad, and she's got only protection three. Mm, I think that the, the, the whole selling point in uh, in this model is the postpartum rule that gives uh, her plus three attack. And if you pair that with uh, the fact that she's got a 50 millimeters base, probably she's going to make drown actions with uh, at least uh, seven dice on smaller bases. Against smaller bases model, I mean. Yeah. Mm. The concept is, is interesting, in my opinion. She she is meant to be played like in uh, in in the stories of uh, blood on the water when she appears only in the very end of the uh, of the uh, siege of malta after giving birth to all the cry babies uh, and uh, making making the, the last fight against the, uh, the knights and being slain by <laughs> the angel but this is a, a whole different story however um, i think that she's going to be she should be played, like in the story. So keep it, keep her in the back, and uh, use the crybabies. Uh, and uh, when the the good timing arises, uh, just let die crybaby because we'll talk about that later, and start drowning people because her combat is unimpressive. She's an arm, and uh, she's not a mage. Mm, she's very specific with uh, you, I mean, in my, my, my opinion. When used with uh, in a gang full of fur of Russia, but other than that, I don't know if you know classic Russia gang. She's got a place. I no 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 idea about that. No, 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 I got not, not enough experience with a, a model like that, like this. I mean, um, what what do you think? What can be a viable tactic using the matriarch lens? Uh, uh, well, first of all, like I said, you can buy, you can fix a lot of the uh, the feral problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for starters. 
uh, drowning is good. Uh, however, uh, crybabies are not water creatures, so keep that in mind <laughs> when you're giving birth in water. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think you can do a lot of sneaky tricks and interesting tactics with the crybabies. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll discuss that when we uh, we get to them, mm-hmm. because I think that those those things are key. Yeah. Okay, I see. I yeah. see, I see. Well, shall we talk about the crybabies then? So if I... we can we can link together the, the crybabies to the yeah. to their mommy. Yeah, it's it's quite funny because my my uh, my daughters they watch this show on Netflix called Crybabies. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that w- the show was not. I always think of crybabies. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nightmares over nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to see uh, more crybabies. <laughs> All right. So the crybaby is they're quite they're quite interesting. So first of all, you can spawn them. They're uh, cheap, five ducats, fast, movement six, uh, mindless, uh, and they have three important rules first is bait so uh, everybody can attack them friendly characters can attack them and if you kill them you lose mindless so in certain scenarios it's a bit circumstantial but it could be nice for example for uh, have some of your feral monsters lose their mindless mm-hmm. then they have the the cry so their will uh, everybody uh, enemies lose uh, one dexterity point mm-hmm. or they are uh, within six inch so it, it's sort of annoying but uh, could be interesting combinations with it. Uh, makes it e- enemies easier to hit and stuff like that and the last rule uh, um, and this one is a bit tricky uh, they can be deployed anyone aboard out of six inch from uh, objectives or characters and I was already uh, thinking and discussing this rule a bit and it could be uh, game breaking in certain scenarios like escape the fog or something so i'm i'm not really i, I i'm a bit unsure about this rule because mm. in some scenarios it just doesn't work and i'm yeah mm, i see your point maybe maybe somebody can can clarify this like I don't know, an faq or something like that if I recall correctly, the FAQs are, are, are still dated to two years back. So maybe in a little yep. bit of updates, yep. maybe when the Abana's pass comes over, who knows? <laughs> when and yeah. I, I, I just, one of the tactics that I just thought of, uh, which I found was, is that you can finally smoke, throw smoke bombs at them. <laughs> and then you can finally throw smoke bombs at your own characters to protect them. But it's just... Uh, they got concealment plus two, so and you can attack them. So why not? You're thinking about it. So these crybabies. No, I I didn't think about anything like uh, throwing smoke smoke grenades or smoke on them. Could be interesting. Maybe Pantaleone can do that. He's got smoke grenades and uh, can work for a shard too. So why not? Yeah. The 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 earlier streak that I thought about that using them was maybe try to to kill a crybaby using another crybaby and uh it's not easy <laughs> it takes time but if a crybaby kills another one it, it, it 
and loses loses yeah. mind less, so can becomes suddenly useful to grab objectives. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if poor crybabies. Oh, well, everybody wants to kill them. I mean, they are not. They yeah. are annoying for a shark too. So they're really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Even their mom yeah, can kill them. Because. <laughs> Oh, nobody likes them. <laughs> oh, nobody likes them. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. They're interesting for objective grabbing. I mean, this sort of infiltration is so annoying. But yeah, stuff like like uh, the the one that you said about infiltrating in some scenarios can be a little broken. I don't know. I don't know. Let's wait for clarification. But the last yep. character, the last character for the Lashar, no, not it's not the last character, it's the last character for the Matriarch's Broad, Brood, sorry. And is the, yep. ah, you, you have to say that now, please. Bounding, <laughs> the Bounding Telshim, Shin. <laughs> Telshin or Telkin, I don't know. Telshim. Okay. Telshim. The hell is... <laughs> This sort of watery grasshopper with tiny arms yeah. and big legs. I think he's a sort of frog, right? At least the, the, the last part, <laughs> the legs are a frog. <laughs> I think and he's sort point. of a crybaby. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think it's a crybaby where only the back, the back half evolved properly. My my wife is going to love this if she says, if she if she sees this this monstrosity. Ah, so gross. Mm, what do you think about this? Uh, it, it's not mindless. So I'm. The first thing comes to mind is objective grabbing, uh, all the jumping. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. The only problem is is water creature, which is nice, but you can't jump. When you're in water, so <laughs> I guess it might be a good escape route once you have the objectives to just go into the water and swim away. But yeah, it's also unarmed, so maybe it can drown people, but it's definitely not punching people to death. So well, even if he's got a forty millimeters base, so or maybe some drawing action is possible, even if yeah. not exactly recommended, but. If you need so, you got two will points too, so it's not to be underestimated. It's a primitive creature with mind two and and uh, two will points. So, but he is going to to replenish will points from the from the mother since he, he yep. is companion. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's he's pretty cheap, ten ducats, so. Especially if you have scenarios where you're running, so uh, yeah. again, street fight, escape the fog. Yeah, probably is your um, rush hard dog in this uh, in this kind of scenario. Jump, jump, jump around, jump around, and uh, go go to the other side <laughs> of the board. Yeah, so weird, so weird, and disturbing too. It it gets even weirder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it gets to the weather. Well, let's. Um, but yeah. What do you think about Tolkien, your beautiful ambassador? Ah, yes. Just about to, to I'll, I'll forget about him. 
it. I'll try, I'll try the name first. <laughs> so the the secreting a uh, my my sing. <laughs> Sorry, I think it's Mike Sing. <laughs> Mike's go. I, I would pronounce that like mixing, but my but I I can't be wrong. I don't know what the hell of a language did they speak? That, that do they Russian speak? I mean, they pronounce like like, yeah. like English, like Greek, Mike. like Latin. I I don't know. Well, the the X sort of suggests maybe Chinese. Sing sing my sing. I don't know. Yeah. Change. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we like to refer to him as the ambassador because he's, he's got a big smile and he's got lots of hands to shake. So, <laughs> of course, his smile is, is sort of on, on the side of his body. So. <laughs> oh my God. So gross. Disgusting. Really disgusting. This is really disgusting. However, our Russian players, I think, that are going to, to love this disgusting creature. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think so too, yeah. There's so much to it. It's basically a giant slug, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a slug with hands. Lots of uh, <laughs> And he's, he's, he's sort of, and it's really strange, and I think they really had some fun with his rules. Uh, for starters, his 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 profile is uh, very pathetic. He's quite fast, actually, movement four. For slug, mm-hmm. the matriarch also has movement four. She's also quite fast for a giant birthing uh, water creature. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so it's got a lot of rules. Parry three, which is you know, well dexterity two, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Mindless, unfortunately, not primitive. Slippery, of course. It's snail, vampire attack. Uh, sure, why not? And water creature. Um, then we have uh, two weapons. So we have a stun weapon, a ranged stun weapon, which is mm-hmm. uh, quite special, unique. It isn't aquatic. So that's something to keep in mind. Second attack also isn't aquatic. That's the grasping jaw. And then we've got the mucus, so the the slippery stuff, uh, and that that's basically its protection. So it gains plus four dexterity if you try to hit it. So it goes up to six, which is nice. Again with the parry three, uh, and the big rule is that everybody within range loses a movement and dexterity, and if you combine that with the penalties you get from stun. Those are quite some hefty penalties. So we're talking already a minus two to movement, minus two dexterity. Uh, and that's not even like throwing in crybabies or stuff like that. Yeah, so stacking stacking the buffs on the buffs, it's is going to be yeah. it's going to be a mess for the for anybody who is going to be close to this secreting mixing. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're stuck in water, you're like minus two movement, and then you're like, and you're stunned, so you're, mi- you're minus four movements. <laughs> I mean, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't remember. Does Vampiric Attack work out of base combat, out of base context? I don't remember. No. No, no only for the Toad. Okay. Yeah. So. 
if they want, if the 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 ambassador wants to replace uh, some life points, is good to use. Uh, is forced to use his grasping jaws. That's not bad. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. Believe me, I think that this one, this single, this single model is the strongest for the Rashar in this wave. I mean, the matriarch is cool, but this this guy here. Guy, this snail here mm, can be happily played in any Dershar gang without without much effort. I mean, okay, it, it costs because twenty three ducats is is a leader, but come on, it's profile is solid and brings a lot of utility. Um, we we already talked about how powerful a ranged stun weapon was and is when we talked in the yep. the, the old profile of uh, Sun and Moon. And yep. this guy, okay, the, the range is not not amazing, but and the protection one is awful. <laughs> you have to be careful about shooting attacks. But if they anybody comes too close, uh, uh, it's going to be a mess. Literally, Blah. just yep. nails. <laughs> sticky mess. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Literally, wow! But Lorenz, what do you think? Shall we go to take a look at the new patricians? Uh, yeah, shall we just have a short look at the last release? Um, for the, the Rashar. Brachura. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I forgot about the cra- cra- Mr. Crab from SpongeBob. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. How could I could no, took... that? Well, his stats were already released, so. Uh... People already knew what he was he was capable of. Mm-hmm. But it's great that he's now finally on the finally available. There were no changes in the profile. Uh, did no. it? No. Okay. So no. to the, the big monster that John loves so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only uh, interesting thing is uh, because normally he has big trouble hitting people mm-hmm. because he has evasion plus two. Yeah. But if you give him a couple of crybabies uh, to help him out, then suddenly hitting people with crushing claws becomes much easier. Mm-hmm. That's right. a nice little, nice little trick now. Well, the slack helps too, but combining them is going to be quite expensive. But the crybabies are very, very cheap. So, okay. And if needed, uh, he can kill a crybaby too, if he can get if you can connect an attack and lose mindless, so it, suddenly the Bracura becomes an objective uh, uh, eligible model. So, cool. Yeah. He, he's going to be very hard to remove from the objective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But I, I, if I can tell you a little thing, last night we were, we were in a gaming night at our local club and a friend of mine, a Vatican player, just chunked away a big yes thrown away a big chunk of flesh from a venetian heavy guard that is called protection five using uh, um, the scorpion marksman paired with a prelate of flaming sword and suddenly it's got minus four penetration on the the huge scorpio scorpio ballista and i think that the, even the bracura can can take a hit from a, a combo like that <laughs> yeah 
but we're talking about models that are quite expensive against one one target. So it's situations, okay, just situations. Well, the Procura is a welcome uh, welcome addition to any Russian gang that wants to to fill a tank, basically, because that's that's the, what what can I say? I can say about the Procura? <laughs> it's a it's a walking tank on way too many legs. <laughs> You're a mess, guy. You're really a mess. Ah, okay. Is anything else about, uh, that we want to say about our shard and the releases, Lorenzo? Or shall no, we... I think we can go to the to the most wealthiest of all factions. Of course, the new patricians. Ah, yeah, the new patricians. How low has Venetian nobility fall? They they now employ Ottomans. I mean Ottomans pirates. Come on, come on, you pesky nobleman. You're falling so low. But these new guys are very effective, so I can I can tell you why they are employing the Ottomans. They're very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the new new box new box is a is a complete gang. I don't remember. Should be. Yep, it's a complete gang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Composed of a noble <clears throat> admiral, wayfinder, one Ottoman pirate, and two Ottoman archers. Mm. The Admiral. He's such a gorgeous model. She's really beautiful and so so full of herself. I mean, you're going into battle holding a glass of wine. Who are you? <laughs> ah, she's different. And I think that she unlocks some different tactics for for the Patrician. I mean, mm, the profile is solid. All, almost I can say hero-like, she's not many fives, only mine. However, the, the commandability helps diving. So, oddly enough, we've got Patricians that now wants to stay, to stay in water. <laughs> it's so weird. And uh, she has a spot, of course, since she is, she's an admiral, when fielding a boat. And uh, she can rise a crew. It's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When talking about fighting, she fights like a barone, so twin yeah. pistols, and uh, uh, she can unleash the hell uh, with the first attack action, or just uh, move, shoot, 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 shoot uh, with a uh, with a single pistol. And she's quite competent too. It's yeah. it, it's always odd to me to see a black powder wielding character that has got fast winner. So okay, yeah. I go into the <laughs> water, but I don't shoot anymore. <laughs> so. <okay. Yeah. laughs> Well, yeah. the, the black water rules actually works only if you start your turn into water. But if you, for example, move into water, move again, and then shoot, there's no problem, I think. You're keeping your powder dry. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's not weird, like, yeah. It works in this way. Yeah. Hmm. She's, she's quite cheap, actually, young. Yeah, 19 ducats. ducats. Yes, it's very cheap. Not very and brings four common points. Yeah. The, the impression that, he, that the whole box gives me, but the Nobel Mirror more than ever, is that they are pushing sort of something like um, not water combat oriented uh, patricians, because uh, I think other than the, the naval ensign, I think. Is the yeah naval ensign? I don't know how to pronounce that word, but 
yeah. the, the, yeah, the girl with a with a huge hook that yeah uh, the hook is an aquatic weapon other than yeah. that character no other patricians have got aquatic weapons so I don't think that they want to fight in water I think that they want to fight coming out of water like something like an amphibian assault like marines okay Uh, of course, they're yep. going to be the, the Battaglione San Marco, the Italian Marines, but <laughs> this is another story. Yep. Mm, so th this is the impression that this noble admiral gives me. Like, okay, everybody jumps into water, then everybody dive, and uh, the, the subsequent turns, uh, everybody goes and uh, moves a lot of inches and attack from unexpected angles or force the opponent to stay away from the shores because the Patricians are going to, are going to arrive and faster than ever. This is my impression. I mean, what do you think about the entrance? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. I think they mostly use it for movement uh, and not like uh, the Richard do for fighting and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and traveling. It's, mo it's mostly a movement thing to make them faster. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's it's different play style, a different use of water, yes. as you said. Yeah. You don't want to fight into water, but you want to use the water as a as as a as a, a mean to threat your opponent. Yep. Well, talking about threatening the opponent, let's shall we talk about the wayfinder? <laughs> yeah, I love that model. Such a great model. <laughs> What do you think about this guy? Yeah, he he basically. I mean, the patricians have always been uh, very shooty. And this guy sort of just, uh, yeah, just works with that. Uh, he's cheap, 13 ducats, and you get free command points, so that that alone makes him good. But he also gives everybody extra range. Uh, I mean, you have all these short-range pistols from the Barn Botti, suddenly they become uh, long-range weapons, so uh, plus six, so 14-inch, really nice. And on top of that, he also gets a nice bonus uh, when you use the plan uh, command action. So, yeah. And it, and I think it's a fun model. Like, he goes to battle with his... Uh, what do you call it? The, the I don't... I, I forgot the name of the, the sort of... Uh, yeah, the, Which the one? Thing in, the, in, not the maps, but <laughs> he's using to, uh, to scout oh the... God. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I can tell you in Italian, but I don't know the, the, the word in English. I, I can check the, the the instrument to to check the stars. You mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'd say the binoculars, but should uh, astrolab <laughs> should be astrolab? Yes. Right. In Italian is astrolabia. Yeah. So I, I I think it's a great model, and it's it's really an enhancer, a force enhancer, uh, clearly. And uh, if you really want to play. Uh, the shooting game, then this guy uh, is very valuable. Indeed. I don't know why, but the first thing that came up to my mind was to pair him to the Venetian spy and start shooting 36 inches away, like in uh, yeah. <laughs> Private Ryan, the, the, the sniper nest on the top of an, uh, yeah. a bell tower and the Venetian spy that kills people. Bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great spotter and he can also use his command points to give her more actions well that doesn't work because she's unwieldy but yeah no, you should. she's a little one but okay who cares yeah. it's still uh, it's still fun 
definitely. No, but as you say, probably his best place is uh, alongside Barnabotti, and uh, the pistols are becoming pistols with 14th range. Mm, he's very squishy. 11 life points with protection three is like a citizen, yeah. and he doesn't attack. So other than the support that he gives to the to the to the gang, and he is a lot of support. Mm, I like. I mean, I like the wayfinder. He it's not. It's it's not to say, but it's not a broken model because it works perfectly in a gang that revolves around shooting and wants to exploit the shooting shooting game. But if you pair that with a a gang that is not shooting enough, it's it's just a waste because it's not contributing to anything. So it's specialized, and uh, I like this. You have to plan. You have, yes, you have to. You need a plan when you decide to to put this guy in your gang. That's it. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, we got yes. two new kinds of henchmen available for the patricians, and yeah. we they're going to, to kill everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Ottoman pirates. Well, the first one. Yes. Is yeah, yeah. The, the, actually the Ottoman pirate. In is a is a premium henchman. It's quite pricey, but oh my god, that's yeah. are great and it's got so many cool abilities. Let, let let's take a look at it. He's got yeah, see, the profile is good with movement five, and this this is already a great thing. Both crew, parry, one, fast swimmer, one, and universal shielding three. What? Universal shielding three on a henchman? The hell is going to do with universal shielding three? <laughs> it's so cool. But it, it costs 13 units, so. And it's a henchman, so. Yeah. Plan wisely, I mean. I don't know. It, it, it's. Really useful if you want to uh, this sort of aquatic assault theme. The only the only problem I have, Dario, is mm. why would I ever take the ultimate pirate uh, instead of the ultimate archer? Huh. Good question. <laughs> In my opinion, the ultimate archer is better and it's cheaper, but. Mm, it, it, it's well protected. It's more protected than uh, than the than the pirate. Mm, I think this is a, it's a matter of play style, because yes, the bow is good. It's it's a weapon. Is I think the only weapon in game with the rogue three or anything. Yeah. Uh, is uh, is there anything else? No, I don't think so. No, no. I I, I really like the reload three. I think it really fits the partitions because they have plenty of command points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's probably going to be fed with command points, uh, you say. Yeah, Got a little machine gun going there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. I don't know. I mean, mm, the plus one damage on the on the blades of the pirate is is something. I mean, I like it that a parry one helps keep helps keeping your your pirate in play, but the archer protection four is not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, per I personally, know. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Hmm. 
you know, I if anybody can explain to me why pirate would be two ducats more than the the archer, I I don't get it. Yeah, basically, he's going to pay the parry one ability. And okay, dexterity four is cool, is cool, but it's not the end of the world. Mm, the the odd difference, in my opinion, is uh, this, this archer is going is going is more armored than uh, than a pirate that is going to be face to face with the enemy. So this is weird, but yeah. just this is just my opinion. I want to to to, to argue yeah. with uh, choices, <laughs> but. Yeah, it will be it will be cool to see to see how the people are going to play these these two new kind of models. Yeah. If if the archer is going to be more played than the Ottoman pirate, it should be interesting to make something like a poll yeah. or or just checking for for the the reports on the Facebook community. Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, other than that. Uh, did the patrician get anything else? I don't remember. Yes, yes, we got a uh, the foreign noble with two uh, really cool looking butlers. Oh yes, the, the, the Arab like or Ottoman like foreign noble with the two butlers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I lo I love the butler with the, the bottle of wine. It fi it fits great with the admiral, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right, the new, new butler. Uh, some somebody has to 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 refill the the, the glass of wine of the admiral, even in the heat exactly. of the battle. It's important. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the the most drunk wine during the, the era of Serenissima was the Malvasia. That was a wine that comes from Greece, I think, because Italian wines, especially the ones from the the area around Venice. They weren't rated as that good. They preferred to have foreign wines. I mean, mm. wow! In Italy, we we prefer foreign wines. Incredible, but taste has changed. <laughs> it's interesting. They saw that as, as something more exotic, probably. And if you go in Venice, oh, yeah. there are plenty of places called uh, like Calle della Malvasia, uh, the, the the street of Malvasia. That is this kind of wine that was. Uh, uh, imported from uh, from from Greece, actually. So, mm. so this butler, um, I don't remember bodyguard counselor, but there is the admiral counselor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she is. Ah, uh, because she's noble, of course. So the yeah. butler actually bodyguards the, the the admiral too. Wow, <laughs> she's not a yeah. soldier; she's a counselor. Oh, poor guard commander! You are the only one that is not a noble. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> yeah. So new scouts for the patrician too. Yeah. So cool. It's really good. Reds. Yes. Now the big stuff. Do we want yeah. to talk about the new Vatican release? Oh yes, please. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> why? I cannot, I cannot understand why. Okay, the, in this no. part of the podcast, I am not talking at all, Renz. I want to hear your opinion about these new books <laughs> and new miniatures. And in the end, maybe, maybe I can give my opinion. <laughs> Guardians of Malta. Yes, so we've got um, uh, five new models. We've got 
the angel. I, I was really surprised that she's actually just in the box. <laughs> so we got the angel of the bloody rose. Did you expect the bloody rose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was expecting a sort of a single monster. You know what? Release, but me she's... too. I, I thought that she would be released as a single model too. So this came. This, this yeah. was a surprise for me as well. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got um, uh, the the Baptist, okay. which I'm pretty sure at one point you mentioned should be a character. So. <laughs> and then the Burning Saint, which people are already talking about, <laughs> and he's awesome. And then we got these others two that I have a hard time pronouncing. <laughs> uh, it's French. Yeah, it's probably easier for you to pronounce. Chevalerius. 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 I know it's female. It's like female knight or or woman, yeah, lady they, knight. They, something they like that. They were mentioned in the siege of Malta because in the end they were running out of men, so they made knights and they women, and this is this is good because these these models yeah. are good. So they they made made, yeah. made a good choice into promoting uh, these uh, these girls to chivalresses. So progressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> All right. So I will show, I'll start with the angel. Okay. Um, so when I when I first looked at the angel, I was I was uh, a bit underwhelmed when I looked at the stat because I was like, "Whoa, this is the angel uh, from the story." Um, but then I looked a bit closer and, and I I noticed that that she's. The stats are actually quite incredible, uh, but it's it's not super obvious. Uh, and second, I also have a little theory why the stats are not like uh, super amazing. So here's my my theory: is that the angel of the bloody rose isn't like a real angel, but she's actually sort of the Vatican version of a gifted. Mm-hmm. And most of the gifted are not like extremely in the stats. What do you think, Dario? Is that is that a possible theory? Possibly. Why not? Why not? I don't know if we got if we are going to have other um, applications or uh, stories or anything else that uh, make um, make the pro- background progress uh, further. I hope so. Maybe because I, I think most. Because I was thinking most of the most of the gifts that are like archetypes, archetypes, mm-hmm. and she sort of fits that well as well. So I think she might be actually a gifted. Of course, the Vatican would never admit that she's gifted. She's of course a real angel, and uh, mm-hmm. anybody who doubts that will have their will be uh, nailed to the cross. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they're all ways or bound on a stake. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, her stats are quite amazing because uh, for starters, she has three action points and she can fly and she's a movement five. So that basically tells you enough. <laughs> uh, but adding to that, she also has frenzy. So she can just add even more damage if she wants. And she can recover life uh, by people dying around her, which is you know fun. Uh, friendly and enemy, so that's useful. Uh, actually, her weapon is quite interesting. It, it's the 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 out, the out piece, <laughs> and it's look. It's it's actually an historical weapon. Uh, 
So that, it's like a sphere, exist. which is round. Sorry? So the Earth's pizza really exists? Yeah. Yeah, it really exists, yeah. Wow. It's Austrian. Wow. So cool. Wow. And um, I had no idea about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, me neither, but I looked it up. So Google oh, helped okay. me. And lastly, she has this... Uh, Ability that all every time somebody uh, gets a will point, uh, they get an extra one, which is you know in the Vatican it's very easy. It works with companion. It works with like uh, the uh, the altar boy. Uh, it works with, for example, and the other Bernie. I guess everybody. Uh, so there's so many ways to use this ability. The only thing I was surprised, is, but that the angel is not brave, and that she's only mind three. <laughs> she's like, I guess she's scared pretty fast. But yeah, well. That's a minor detail. <laughs> yeah. She's not very brave. No, not at all. Anything to add, or shall I go on to the next one? Hmm. Okay, now I can give you my, my opinion about the, the angel. And yeah. uh, I was expecting something spectacular. And uh, I got the, the same impression of yours. I mean, uh, okay, it's good, but not is is not so amazing as I expected. And I, I bet that every Vatican player had the same impression because everyone yeah. talking to about the angel, yeah, it's not amazing. What did they do? But uh, guys, I mean, as you say, movement five, flight, and three action points. For 20 rubles. I could stop just here because this is pure gold. And the interesting bit that I really love to to, to share with, with you is again, they tailored the rules of the angel, mostly like they do they did with the uh, with the part of the matriarch. In the story of uh, the siege of Malta. She appeared in the very last moments of the story and she killed the matriarch and uh, spoilers, sorry. And okay, the book is out of from six months, so screw the spoilers. <laughs> um, she, she comes in and saved the day at the very last moment. I think that she is meant to be used in the same way. Mm, yeah. in, the, in the beginning of the game, you can uh, keep her be, just behind. Uh, helping your gang replenish will points, spend will points and replenish will points. All day long, you got the deacon, you got barely the bishop that can uh, give companion. And while they, they, the people are within six inches from here, and we are talking about a twelve inches bubble on on a board that is usually thirty six by three three feet by three feet is huge. It becomes a huge bubble for the Vatican that tends to play together and close to each other. It's handy. It's really handy. And uh, the, um, the ability born of blood, oddly, is a sort of empiric attack if you can kill yeah. the... the <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's a better vampire. Yeah. I mean, you, you, can, you can go in, spend two will points. Sorry, no, not two will points. You can spend two life points and kill the enemy with a good possibility of killing because you know, you're, you're rolling seven dice with plus one damage. Okay, she is not a dedicated fighter, but if 
you have to finish off a, a foe, go in, spend a couple of uh, life points, and then you can replenish three, so you're healing. Basically, you are healing, you are getting back the two, the two life points that you spend and getting one more, so it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I see some potential, but it's not, She's as you said, she's not obvious. She's not okay. I point the angel in that direction, and she carves a bloody path. She's more yeah. My idea is that she has to be played in a sort of background mode, like she plays in the background in the stories of Carnevale. Wait until the right moment to strike, and then strike with everything you got. But until then, support your gap. Yeah. Okay. Big drop. She's not uh, Vlad. <laughs> no, she's yes, yes, yes. You say she is not Vlad. Vlad plays yeah. in an entirely different way, but he's way more expensive too, and got dedicated yeah. to everything. But yeah, 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 yeah. she's it's not Vlad. Yeah, it's also fun to combine her with uh, with the the martyrs because <laughs> they <laughs> die pretty fast, <laughs> and they're sort of sacrificing themselves for the angel. I thought that's about a, a that. Fun combination. I thought about about uh, pairing her with Martyrs, but I have to to point out that maybe she works better with priests because the bloody priests they can stun. So okay, they're going to die fast, but they got will points that can be replenished, and stunning the opponent is always a great way to protect your models and help your models uh, hitting uh, the foes. So the the lowly priests here can be game game winning when paired with uh, with the angel, and they cost mm, yes. and they can take objectives too. They got yep. no limited movements. The priests are are the way. Believe <laughs> <me>. <laughs> a priest. Talking, talking about priests. <laughs> talking about priests. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> priests. No, the Baptist. He's sort of a priest. He's probably yeah, a priest. Yeah, he is a priest, of course. Priest. Um, so the Baptist, he's got two things going for him. Uh, first, he is uh, divination uh, level two, a uh, mage two divination with expert sorcerer. We can. So stop that's. Here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could stop here. Yeah, for fifteen ducats, already a good deal. Uh, but what makes him? Uh, well, uh, makes him great is uh, his special ability, so he can spend an uh, action point to bless some water, and then he can finally drown Rashar. I mean, uh, water creatures, <laughs> 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 which alone makes it uh, makes it fun. So it's sort of the icy blast ability from the spell. He creates his uh, blast template, which you can uh, stand on, but only friendly characters, so that's even better. Mm-mm-mm. I really like him. He's a bit of a competition with the Summoner Priest, who is also level two uh, mage. Uh, but the Summoner Priest gets some uh, command points. Yeah. Baptist uh, gets uh, gets his special water rule. But this guy, I mean, if you're fighting Rishar, it's very tempting to to bring at least one Baptist with you just uh, just in case. And he also protects all those uh, full plate guys who will, who start drowning immedi- immediately. So uh, yeah, I really like that. <laughs> that the the Vatican have at least one guy who sort of helps out when it comes to uh, dealing with water. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you in this time. 
This time I, I, I'm totally honored with your with your opinion, Lance. Uh, this Baptist is uh, it's a very useful tool when paired with uh, with the uh, full plate guys, indeed, and it's a very useful tool into playing against uh, probably the most suitable for to to try to to kill the Vatican without the Rochard. And if I can tell you another little thing, if you need or wish to spend an action point, uh, sorry, a command point uh, on the Baptist, he can throw the blessed water three times. Because it's not a command ability, but it's just an action. So you can just yep. block a canal or, or block a canal, walk and block a canal again. And <laughs> it's so cool. He walks on the water like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. Oh, indeed, it's yeah. so so flavorful, and so so many problems. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be mm, included in every in every Vatican games because Vatican already has so some crazy good support models, but she solves so many little issues, and divinity is always great. It's always great. There's so much healing. Yeah. yeah, so much healing, so much utility. And if we can, if we can, we can say so, the Baptist was our idea. So I think we should be proud of it. Such a cool, cool miniature. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think that I'm going to face uh, the, the the Baptist more than often because uh, the Vatican players here are so happy to uh, to feel the new new uh, guardians of Malta. Uh, yeah, already already clicked the the buy now battle button. <laughs> yeah, damn it hides. <laughs> yeah, and I think people will now currently underestimate how good this guy is at healing, because he's mind five, he's expert sorcerer, uh, and with reju is it rejuvenation? I think uh, I think that's the name of the healing spell, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the moment I don't remember. Uh, no, but, but the, the 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 main the main healing spell from Divinity it's just so so good. Uh, his only problem is four will points, but like the Vatican has a couple of ways to solve that. So like an angel. <laughs> Talking about an angel. <laughs> Talking about an angel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rejuvenation. So. So now we now we have the complete opposite of the Baptist. But <laughs> mm -hmm. well, so, you know, you know that, that, that in the gospel, uh, Jesus said, "You are to 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 jump the the Baptist. You are giving me the Baptist with water, but I give you Baptist with the holy holy fire and ghost, holy ghost. I don't remember. I don't I don't know how to translate in English, but the sense is that okay, the burning said is the one that brings the holy ghost in form of fire." <laughs> to actually yeah. everybody, oh my God! <laughs> may, may I say yeah, that so the burning... it is going to be the yeah. most controversial model that is uh, that is releasing this wave? Yeah, but I'm a bit surprised. Why? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I sort of understand why, but I, I, I don't fully agree with it, and I'll, I'll explain. Okay. Um. So first off, uh, the burning saint is, uh. In the basic, it's 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 an avant-garde, so heavy armor, full plate knight, mm -hmm. uh, but with very little, uh, very few hit points compared to the, the normal 15, so only 11 life points. Sorry, 
Uh, but the sets are all the same, sort of the same weapon. Um, and it has two things that... Uh, one that was very controversial, that's Universal Shielding 6, instead of 4. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, uh, before I go into, uh, I'll, I'll first talk about this, the second ability, which 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 is the ability that I'm really impressed with, and that's again for one action point. You can create this uh, fire bubble, and every enemy within range loses free life, and if they don't get out in time, they lose free life again. And yeah, I think that's really good uh, because it's really area denial. You sort of put the burning saint down and you like blast your area off. Uh, and I know people already talked about like firebombing. So if you combine the burning saint with the gateway and, and movement spells like that, <laughs> you can do some fun stuff uh, like shooting, shooting her and then blasting. So I think that's a very fun character. And I, and now I'll tell the reason why, why I was a, a bit surprised that she was controversial because in my opinion, if you're really scared of her, just grapple and drown. Throw her in the water. Uh, Universal shielding will not protect her from drowning. Her ability doesn't work on people in water. So, And she is in full blade. So whenever I see a character that has such an obvious way uh, to deal with them, I'm not too worried about overpowered or stuff like that. But that's, uh, that's how I see it. Hmm. What's your opinion, Dario? Well, um, I tend to agree with you uh, in this case as well. Uh, I when when these obviously powerful models are released, I I start thinking about how to counter them. And uh, well, reading full plate it means uh, I got I'm going to drown you, even with a citizen. I I'm always going to drown you. Even with, even with a, a madman, I'm always going to drown you. I don't care because if I manage to, to roll just that single seven plus, you're going to lose at, three, at least three life points. And yeah. on an 11 life points model, she is really mm, well armored, but not that resilient. And the problem arises here because there is the Baptist now. And I think that a smart Vatican player is going always to have a Baptist behind the burning saint because they always want to to keep her out of the water and do it as soon as possible if if the the burning saint is going to to be tossed in the water. Then some activation issues are uh, are going to be presented to the Vatican player, of course. I mean. Do you prefer to activate first the Baptist, maybe heal your precious saint, but then giving up the possibility to keep her out of water or just to, 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 to fish her out of water with your blast, yeah. with your blast marker? Or do you prefer yeah. to maybe to use the burning saint and, uh, as a spear tip and then maybe try to save her if she goes into trouble? Mm, I think that time will tell even in this case. Uh, she is yep. obviously powerful. And if the Vatican can manage to, to use her in the way she's meant to, to be used, <clears throat> she is a real pain. I mean, mm, Protection 6, and also, 6 is, is not a joke. Tell me, tell me, sir. Yeah. yeah, I want to say also remember that they're going to be really slow because she has two action points. And if she has just 
spend one action point on creating the fire bubble, then you know she can only move four inch. So yes, spending all all these action points makes your gang really slow, and yeah, you need other stuff to to speed up, or you're yeah, you're just gonna move four inch in each turn. Yeah, this is a sort of issue that can that can happen. As, uh, yeah, movement can be an issue for the for the burning saint. I mean, yes, she's got only movement four, but you we we all know that that we have got ways to counter this kind of weakness, like I don't know, grappling old models uh, or spending common points uh, or I don't know, <laughs> or uh, using uh, spells like gateway. I I, <laughs> I I think that it's really fun the idea. To, to teleport to the burning sail and then light her light and light her on like a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> she explodes <laughs> like Zovenavela, but better. <laughs> Way better. Yeah. It's so fun. But mm, and she's expensive because she 16 ducats is is not exactly cheap for eleven life points modern. No, it's exactly. It's at the level life points. And remember, if if you roll, I mean, you have protection six, but you know, if we do a little like uh, math, chances are you're not even saving like three life points. You're usually are going to, to 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 succeed twice in your in your roll. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. If you're fighting tough tough characters, uh, strong characters, you're you're still taking some damage. Mm-mm-mm. I think that she's not obviously balanced, but she is balanced. As you said, she has her inbuilt counter, and the the, the smartness of the of the Vatican opponents is going to be how to exploit this obvious weakness of these uh, beautiful full plates knights. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's 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 the whole point. But now with blood yeah. on the water, I think that. Now more and more factions and more options uh, are given to every faction. Like for example, the Patrician and the Vatican too, that were the faction that most of all struggled into water combat or into fighting creatures in water. And the Rashad there were greatly uh, advantaged by this kind of inbuilt weakness of the faction. Now these weaknesses are still existing but less consistent. I mean, the players has got more means to counter those situations. No, no. This is just my 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 point of view. Maybe I can yep. be wrong. But is no, no, personally, I agree with you. I <laughs> agree with you, and I think that's actually I, I I see that as good game design that you have characters that that are strong, but also have clear weaknesses, and and you can, as a player, you have to. Either enforce their strengths, or you have to protect them from the weaknesses, and that makes it more dynamic and more interesting. And and you have to think about your your gang building and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I really like it personally. Friends, other than the, the yeah. chivalrous, are there any other models released by the Vatican? I don't remember. The Venator, no. or the Venator is not yet released, or or is it? I don't remember. No, they all, yeah, no, they, uh, yeah. So the, the Venator was only part of the Kickstarter, okay. And they now have the stats are now officially, ah, okay, officially released. So we can talk about it. Um, the Venator is basically the Avion Guard again, mm-hmm. <laughs> full plate, but on steroids. 
Okay. Um, so we get an even bigger sword. <laughs> so we get the Swihander. Um, and we got an amazing uh, sort of overkill killing blow ability. <laughs> so if she kills somebody and they go into the minus ship, she gets all her will points back. Uh, but the big the big thing is uh, the Swihander, which comes with a massive plus three damage and a knockback. Uh, she also has Hunter, but she's on a large base, so it's a bit circumstantial. Uh, it's, it's 16 ducats, quite expensive. I like her. I like it. Uh, I always like uh, plus three damage characters. Who doesn't? So, uh, yeah, I think they're fun. <laughs> and they're very dangerous. Um, yeah, fun character. It's, it's not too complex character. Um, one very cool combination is, of course, with the altar boy. You can give first strike so you can uh, uh, make them even more That's use of the, yeah. the knockback ability. Mm-mm-mm. It's always odd to see a knockback two-handed character. I mean, you charge in uh, and you got a penalty of plus two evasion in this case. Okay, you hit, yeah. you do a massive damage and then you charge again and maybe you knock back again, but you're going to have the plus two evasion because two-handed and charging <laughs> with a plus one evasion uh, sword. But I yeah. said the, the, the Venator is uh, equipped with a, a handy sword. That is plus one damage, so it's not bad. <laughs> it's quite fun. It's, a, it's one of the, yeah, it's yeah, sort of secondary sword if, you, yeah, if you're yeah, tired yeah. of all the of all the evasion penalties. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very cool. But as I said, this, this character is a very, very direct approach. <laughs> Go in and kill people quite straight. And don't drown. Don't don't yeah. don't be drunk. Don't be tossed in water, as usual, like the yeah. minion guard. Yeah, but <laughs> killing monsters. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, last but uh, not least, mm-hmm. the chivalrous again. The chivalrous Oh, I'll try. Um, at, I must admit, at first I was a bit disappointed. Um. Because I feel she's a bit of a copy paste from the Bishop Guard. Mm-hmm. And I and the Bishop Guard actually uh the, the entry above her, so I can I can see both her stats and they're they're quite the same. Uh, but I love the model so I don't really mind, but they're very much the same. Um but the big difference is that the the biggest difference, in my opinion, is that the Bishop Guard has bodyguard leader and the Chevres has bodyguard henchmen. There are a few small other de- uh, details, uh, of course. Uh, but yeah, I-, I would have liked to see them be a bit more different. I mean, they're they're useful. They're not bad. Uh, Level Dukens, good price, um, and all that. But I I don't know. I I just want to see something something more different than what we already have, like the the bishop guards. Hmm. I don't know what what you see as as a sort of hmm, limit of imagination. Um, I actually quite like the idea of these two characters that have bodyguard, but two different people. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I am not discussing about stats because okay, she, she's good. She she does what she needs to do. Uh, so bodyguarding and uh, staying alive, uh, and uh, she's pretty cheap. 
they, this, this is why I think that Bishop Guard and Chivalres are a little bit broken. <laughs> but Bishop Guard, <laughs> they're too cheap for the, what they do for the resilience of the Bishop Guard. Especially mm. Bishop Guard, I hate them. But I own them, so they are good when I play them. <laughs> they are bad when I play against them. However, <laughs> no, I, I like the, the, the idea of uh, the, the Bishop Guard, like uh, the corrupted church that only cares about the really important persons, people, sorry. While the chivalrous, they are hospitalier and care about the common people, the, the common ear, the common folk. And so they're bodyguarding the henchmen. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's called it's so, so chivalry. So they are chivalrous. That, that's the way. Yeah. yeah. This is the way for the chivalrous. But, yeah, I, I totally agree with you with the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is, yes, it's yeah. a point of view for, from a fluff point of view. But yeah, yeah. Game, in, in game, uh, I like the, the idea to give the Vatican player a way to protect maybe precious henchmen, uh, like, for example, Inquisitorial Spies or... Uh, altar boy. <laughs> the Altar Boy. <laughs> the Altar Boy, yes, the Altar Boy. The Altar Boy is often yeah. pivotal to the Vatican strategy because that little first strike one, sorry, first strike <laughs> two... It's quite amazing that Alter Alter Boys is very squishy, so everybody wants to kill the the, the, the little boy. <laughs> but now yeah. Chivalres is going to protect him, and yeah. he's annoying. It's really yeah. annoying. <laughs> no, no, my two cents about how the stats is, is solid and plus one damage on henchmen. I hide this when I don't play her. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, no, they're not bad. It's just when I just look at them, they were. It's so much to say. Yeah, that. Yeah. Say so. It's boring. You don't like boring characters. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the model. Oh, yeah. So especially one stronger sword. It, it, it's simple. It's effective. It's it's such a cool model. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks angry. Yeah. Uh, I never thought about bodyguarding models as boring. Even even these one that have really no other ability other than bodyguarding somebody, but. Maybe the Bishop Garda, they are very straightforward. They want to stay close to the Bishop, okay? But when you have a character that is bodyguard to henchmen, so can bodyguard each other, that can lead to to tricks really interesting because bodyguard is not an action. Uh, It's just a move and a a charge. It's free. It's totally free. So it doesn't count on your three action points. And when you have the possibility to move in, charge, maybe grapple somebody away, they they charge in again and you maybe can move another 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 chivalrous or another bodyguard to intercept that attack. The, the, your your opponent's mind is going to blow up. And this is always good. Yeah. yeah. It becomes a sort of chess-like game when every move has got a counter in my gang because of bodyguard and I can do plenty of things. So bodyguard characters, in my opinion, are never boring, even when they have no other abilities other than bodyguard. My two cents. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and I, I've played against you, against you using that against me. So how well you bodyguard? <laughs> Flying gorilla is, an ex- is a big yes. exception. He's a gorilla. Yeah, with, 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 with yeah. the wings stick on, on the shoulders. Stitched. Yeah, the wings help and the movement ticks, but yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. Yeah, 
I wasn't sure if they changed it, but can you multi bodyguard now? I know that you couldn't do that. Um, no, the it was it was I don't remember if uh, Lewis uh, wrote on, uh, on the Facebook page or was put into the rules. I don't remember, but no, one bodyguard at a time, and uh, okay. just to, to remember the I remember the rule. And uh, if you are already in base contact, you cannot disengage the bodyguard. So this yeah. is only the limit. So I encourage you. You listeners, I mean, of course, you know, you know how way way better than me how to play. But I encourage <laughs> maybe the beginning beginners, yeah, the newbie listeners, when you bodyguard, always think about grappling away the model that you are charging, because in you you gain two, no, no, you're not gaining two two benefits, maybe three. You are making loser your opponent one action point you are uh, preventing your opponent to damage your model and you are freeing your bodyguard character to do the bodyguard thing again, possibly. So yep. it's very, yep. very efficient way to play. Yep. Yeah, I, I remember that you have to be in base contact because I was fighting against doctors and then the, the warden has bodyguard. But my opponent was so frustrated because I was constantly doing the things on, this, on, on distance. Mm-hmm. Like when you have range two inch and stuff like that, <laughs> you're, you're... No, so you no. couldn't bodyguard constantly. No, unfortunately you can't. Maybe yeah, because it, it doesn't activate. Yeah. What what is needed here should be uh, an ability like maybe I'm thinking about the shield guard from War Machine. If you got a model within uh, X inches, you can uh, uh, redirect the heat to yourself. But this is just food for thought. Yeah, yeah. So he he was pretty frustrated because he couldn't use his <laughs> bodyguard. He was like, "Oh, this ability is useless." But then I I was actively trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> the ability is broken. <laughs> but yeah. of course, like many other things in Carnival, any any ability can be broken and uh, can be impossible to counter if not countered correctly. I mean, of course, bodyguard exactly. our bodyguard can be broken if you play my game. But when you start to play uh, following your rules and denying me my bodyguard characters, like we we talk, we were talking about the burning saint. When you deny my my strength and you start thinking about the box, these games this game allows you to do so, and <laughs> this is the the very beauty inside these rule sets. I mean, I don't know what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> Scenery. Now, friends, in these yes. months, weeks, we saw that City Combat is expanding, dramatically expanding the the range of scenery available for our little, little Venices. <laughs> yes, you can build entire, uh, the arsenal now. Yes, this is good. This is a good <laughs> thing. I love the arsenal. Yeah. I love the arsenal, and I think that yeah, you know, usually I don't, I don't buy much MDF stuff because I, I love three D printing my my scenery. But I can do an exception for for the arsenal. Arsenal is cool. It's very cool. Yeah, uh, I'm tempted. This time I'm tempted. Yeah, but, every time I see some new stuff, I'm tempted <laughs> <laughs> to get more. 
done breeds, they tempt us to buy their stuff and usually they succeed in that. However, <laughs> so uh, talking about specific, uh, the specific scenery that they are releasing, uh, there is one that I really like and there's the Fondaco de, Fondaco de Turki. Uh, Fondaco de Turki, it means uh, Fondaco was um, so, something like a, a warehouse um, but also a house, a home of the people that uh, own that place. It's weird because Venice had some ports, but in the, in the entrance of the lagoon. And uh, the ships that went to, to, to the city used to unload their cargo directly into the house of the merchants that, uh, that brought <laughs> the stuff from, from abroad. Okay. So these from from the Chi, I don't know. It's how the, the plural I'm talking, but okay. Uh, these places were exactly that. So sourcing of warehouse into the city and directly into the house of the merchants or the people mm. that own the, the the trade. Okay, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed, in, in Venetian, it's not actually uh, fondaco like in Italian. It's fontego. <laughs> it's a little different. Mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing okay. that correctly but somebody will correct yeah. me maybe <laughs> <laughs> I was also very tempted by the new cranes mm, it, it, it's brand new really, really interesting Mm-mm-mm. well there, there were actually s- super I, I was excited to see that cranes because they were mm, displayed uh, into the, the photos in Blood on the Water I was yeah. wondering where they were when launching the, the book and expansion. I thought that they, they were a cool piece of scenery and they got rules too if you play with expanded rule. If, yeah. if I recall correctly, you can, you can use the craze to swing the, the character that is uh, on uh, the, the platform of the craze and uh, yes, just mm, toss it away. I don't remember actually very precisely, but they are cool and they do cool things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but did, did you? I don't remember. Did you buy the the, um, the rooftop accessories uh, for your? Yeah, yeah, I own them. Yeah, I also built them. Yeah. No, okay. Now you need you need the cranes. Now you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger cranes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? We should definitely build some Arsenal team ports. Wait and see. <laughs> okay. Mm, there, there are new bases too, but these are things that I, I think our reader, our listeners, sorry, uh, are going to to watch by themselves. Just bases, but new themes uh, with planks and half-sunk and bases. Cool. Yeah. Well, nice. Check, mm-hmm. check the DT Combat shop. And it, that, that's it. No, right. I think that we should talk about something more engaging than bases. Like, for example, something new, some previews. Last episode, we saw as a preview uh, the, the Ferryman for the Strigoi, but it's not yet released. It's going to be in the second wave for Strigoi and Doctors. But now it was still to have a model that wasn't available at all. And I'm talking about the artist. Yes, <clears throat> such a lovely model, yeah. Still, we got no release date for that. No. And it's a shame. 
a true shape. But we saw plenty of pictures of her. Actually, I think one that was a very good picture <laughs> showing us how the artist has evolved from a first uh, incarnation from the tea, from the from the Kickstarter, and she's now cooler, and her paintings are more flamboyant, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more intense. Yeah. I think that she she grew uh, a taste for being a little bit goth, but <laughs> it's just my opinion. Maybe it's yeah, just the paint style, but <laughs> yeah. my first thought. Okay, now she's a goth. Mm, goth girls. Why not? <laughs> it's great to see, uh, to get the option to use them, because uh, so long, uh, again, with the mask maker, they... They were just weren't available to uh, people who missed the Kickstarter. So mm, that was that was really sad for all of us that started to play Carnevale after the Kickstarter. But yeah. mm, <clears throat> you know, I talking talking about the, the painter. Some friends of friends of mine uh, put into my head a little idea because reading the description, they thought they they say that hey, but in the article it says that. She's going to be released uh, with uh, her painted patterns. So they started to to tell me why. Do you think, Dario, that maybe they're releasing something like a box, to, including the artist and maybe other miniatures that represent the the, the, oh, yeah. the, the painted models, the, the, the painted dead characters that they, that she brings to life again? That would be <laughs> that so would be cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, well, we've seen with the, with the crybaby, so uh, it's possible. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So why not? That would be really, yeah. really interesting to see. But Renz, now I've got a specific yeah. question for you. Yeah. Um, mm, we got we got a Q and A section uh, after this one, but there is a thing that everybody asked us about. <laughs> Have you got any? Illicit information by our spies in Venice Bromley to the combat. <laughs> yeah, so, so so it's quite a coincidence. But uh, my cousin's brother's roommate uh-huh. uh, works at the Ospedale. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, I heard a little uh, little something, mm-hmm. and it seems that the doctors have found some. Uh, I would say. Totally legit mythical creatures. Hmm. But there are some speculations that they might be a bit, uh, you know, maybe stitched together or Ugh. something. But those are f- probably false accusations. No, for sure. We never saw doctors <laughs> doing anything so gross, so so unnatural. They are usually no. such good people to work with, yes. to be worked by. <laughs> So uh, my first speculation was it's probably a donkey with a a horn attached to its forehead. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got a unicorn. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) uh, Doctors can be very creative, so maybe they are a bit more creative. Maybe it's more of a a chimera type thing. But uh, Hmm. who knows? Time will tell, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think this will be sort of a a crossover for the doctors of zoologies and maybe the doctor of uh, the necromatic studies. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, some some uh, cross cross uh, collaborations. Mm-hmm. Well, probably for sure. If you're if you're talking about uh, animals stitched together, uh, the zoology zoology department is involved, but maybe they decided to spice up the thing involving the, the new necromantic studies branch. Possibly, it's, it's this is just speculation, but who knows? Yeah. Mythological creatures. What else would be? Medusa. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of little snakes. Well, Rex, thank you. You can uh, thank our spies in the old-fashioned way, of course. Yes. They will be removed. (laughs) (laughs) Now they know so. Way way too much. Well, what do you think? Shall we give satisfaction to our listeners and answer some some questions for them? Yes, yes. Let's answer some questions. Okay. If you don't mind, I will uh, start with uh, my friend Michele, that is uh, an avid doctor player. And mm. let's summarize what he asked because he asked, I think, about twelve questions. I love Michele, <laughs> but come on, man. <laughs> we'll do a separate episode for him. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> mm, well, yeah, let's group together the questions because, uh, generally speaking, uh, Michele asks us if, if there are going to be specific missions after the the ones of San, of San Jeremia Tower, or maybe both specific missions. Then, uh, uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's a lot of questions. Then, uh, Michael asks us, generally speaking, about uh, upcoming releases. If we know anything about uh, the direction in which the doctor's studies are proceeding uh, to, and uh, and uh, as I say, the specific scenarios. Michael asks us about uh, maybe uh a scenario with a with a regatta or something like that and i think this that's a mm. cool idea Michael. well yeah um last one it's very cool but i don't, i think that we have no answer for that we will ever know what lies behind the rent in the sky hmm. short, short answer no idea <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i mean you can ask us but you know. <laughs> yeah, we have no answer for you Michael. sorry However, no. No. I think that about specific scenarios, they were released, generally speaking, when uh, TT Combat releases something um, peculiar or unusual, like, uh, it's just, as he said, the Tower of San Jeremia or the funerary gondolas. Gondola. Yeah. I think that it's easier to have uh, custom scenarios uh, if the community starts to work on them and maybe publish that on, on the Facebook page, mm, it's just more heads working together, and uh, so more output probably is going to to be produced. Yeah, I don't know, Reza, uh, You made you made a, a whole book of uh, custom scenarios. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got two full campaigns. Uh, you can download them online, <laughs> and we're still uh, thinking a way to give away a bit more. So yeah, I, I think we um, there's actually quite a lot of comp- scenarios currently available, also mm-hmm. with ships in the blood on the water. I think uh, I feel at this point, if you you can use a lot of them, and sometimes they need a little modification. 
uh, like make them a bit more easy to use or make them <clears throat> appropriate for uh, defections you're using, for example. But if we look at all the, like we have like in the main book, there are like uh, six campaigns already and there's four in blood, three in blood and the water. And then I've got two for you uh, <laughs> in my secret society book. So there's a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. There is a lot and that's, to play. And that's, well, I also want to add that they also have some custom scenarios uh, on the resource 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 page, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, special scenario with the with the really tall building and with the with the gondola. So, mm-hmm. well, you know what, Rens, about the scenario, the regatta scenario, I think that maybe we, Michael and I, could actually work to to make it playable and uh, make it as like a special scenario for Milano World Games. It's a possibility, maybe between game one and two of the tournament, stop the stop the game and set up the, the one table to to play this sort of regatta. In which just this is just brainstorming, but I, I'll submit to Mikael a couple of ideas. He is a sort yeah. of volcanic person, so lovely, lovely. <laughs> hmm. Next one. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Here's one I have to discuss about. This is from Paul. Sorry. If you buy a boat, you can set it up anywhere on the board. And you, if you have the ability, the ability boat, uh, crew, boat, boat crew, you can deploy on the boat. In theory, just outside your opponent's deployment area, that would be a fun game. Mm. <laughs> That's, you're I, I, usually better with, uh, with the rules than me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't think that you can deploy on the boat if it's outside your deployment zone. Mm. And it would totally break some scenarios. <laughs> uh, like playing uh, uh, Escape the Fog and you just put your boat on the other side of the... <laughs> with your entire crew. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. Mm. I think that that rule about the boat crew to be deployed on the boat comes from... Uh, the the general rule that says that you can deploy your characters uh, only on solid ground, and yeah. boats are not, actually are not considered solid ground. They're they're sort of specific pieces of terrain, a piece of terrain. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think that when when they wrote that wrote the rule uh, that again the designer thought about this particular instance, uh, uh, so you can deploy your crew on a boat, but. I yep. suppose that it must be already in your deployment zone. But will be quite an intense game from turn one uh, <laughs> shouting <laughs> attack from the boat. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's also a practical thing, uh, at least that you can deploy the boat outside your deployment zone because a lot of scenarios have like these really small <laughs> specific deployment zones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and in some deployment zones don't even have water in them, so it would right, be impossible right. to fit an entire boat on them. But there is a big advantage. Like, if you have a canal uh, which isn't blocked by too many bridges mm-hmm. in your deployment zone, and you can put models already on there, uh, and and basically, uh, if they also have command points, then you can like start with movement 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... You can do quite a big move, so it can still be very strong. Mm-hmm. Buying a boat is, is it's a cool thing that this Blood of the Water book allows allows us to do. 
So, yeah, yeah if you agree with your opponent to just expand the rules, why not? I mean, it's, it's a thing sure. to try. Yep. Well, next question, next question is by John. Are you ready, Rance? <laughs> yeah. Well, John's question. What are your top five scenarios? John asked ask us three questions. What are your top five scenarios? Then, new version of 2.2 uh, has been out for a while. Uh, do you feel anything has been nerfed too much? Is too powerful? Or do you think uh, there is a good balance? Tricky question, John. Yeah. And what tasty spoilers have Ren's uh, spice discovered during your break? But, well, this one has already been answered, but top five scenarios. Ren's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wrote them down. Mm-hmm. I, I start with two simple ones that everybody think has played, but I like them because they're so simple. Mm-hmm. It's acquisition, acquisition and mm-hmm. secure arms. Uh, then I got uh, two from the Vatican campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just really like them, but they both have very long names. So we have uh, Make Disciples of All Nations. Okay. It's a very fun one where you. Uh, it's a very interesting one because uh, in the beginning everybody's searching for the building that contains the objective, mm-hmm. and then once somebody finds it, find it, mm-hmm. the entire focus becomes on that building. Yeah, so yeah. that's a very nice dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have a breakout of uh, San Pietro. Uh, okay. That's the first scenario from the Vatican where one side uh, has to uh, run across the board, but the other side gets to place uh, barriers and they have a little less uh, duplicates. But it's a small, fun scenario. Mm -hmm. And my last one is from the Blood on the Water. It's the siege of the Citadella. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And you have like these barriers that you have to push into each other's uh, half of the board. It's like a tug of war. It works really well. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Yeah. Well, from my side, I think that the the, the scenario that I love the most, uh, and uh, now I think that I got to reconsider it since uh, the the release of Crybaby is an or was Escape the Fog. Escape the Fog it is the scenario that really brought me into Carnevale because it was uh, in a butt trap from. Uh, on tabletop mm. when uh, when yeah. Carnevale was released, and I, I fell in love with Escape the Fog so much. Yeah. I have to play this game. Then from uh, well uh, from the big book, keep the pace. Uh, that is, oh, I don't, don't remember the name, the exact name. However, is a scenario from the uh, the, the guild gam- guild campaign where mm. you should kill the leader. And the heroes of the enemy war band, but uh, the henchmen continue to swarm when killed, and <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> I played a couple of times, and it was was really great fun. But secure secure arms is great classic and uh, always lovely to play secure arms. So I totally yeah. agree with you about that. And then a couple of scenarios from Blood on the Water, and for yeah. the gifted. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love this kind of crazy imbalanced scenario when a player has got just one model and that model is going to wreck faces if played correctly, otherwise it's going to die horribly. And yeah. the other one is the battle of the Grand Canal. The idea of the two ships fighting each other, and it's not ships, it's boats, but 
Okay, it's yeah. almost the same. And uh, if you hit the two barrels and uh, destroy both of them, the other ship sinks in the in the Grand Canal. <laughs> it's very cool. And I think that is a good scenario for the Rialto Bridge. If somebody who we know uh, gives us anything about the Rialto Bridge progresses, damn it. Luis, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, second question. Yeah. This is tricky. Hmm. Yeah. In, in all honesty, John, I don't know about the balance that much because basically I play, since the, the, the release of Blood on the Water, I personally played only using a basic rules and just a couple of times using the advanced rules. I think that the game is um, designed to be played with advanced rules and so the reactions. Reactions, I think, that are going to change. They are going to change, and they changes the way in which each faction is balanced and plays. With basic rules, I think that Vatican is in a very good spot, and maybe Strigoi are a little bit on uh, on on the weak side, but it's not weak. Uh, and the, the, the only the only time that I played Strigoi, I I face with using the, the noble Strigoi with a just a little buff from Arwai. And that was a great fun for me and not so great fun for my opponent. <laughs> so, my experience... That sounds that exactly how you should play Strigoi. <laughs> hmm, thanks. I played it right. <laughs> yeah. Don't know, what's in your opinion, Rez? Yeah, it, it's tricky. Well, well, John is asking a question, so I'll tell him definitely Richard overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, the game is in an interesting position where everything comes with a price or with a with a weakness uh, and everything sort of has a counter so I'm not saying it's 100% balanced there are models that are slightly more useful or slightly better compared to other models and stuff mm -hmm. like that but I think in general we are talking about maybe one or two ducats differences or something like that because there are so many factors like what scenario are you playing what are your objectives how do you win mm -hmm. there isn't like one build that you can make and that will win you every scenario in most cases I think. Mm -hmm. you usually have to also think about what the win conditions are and sometimes you have bad luck with your agendas and sometimes uh, your opponent sort of has a counter to to your actions. I see. So, I think it's in a very interesting place, uh, and I really like that a lot of things have been toned down a lot. Uh, but I feel it makes more uh, makes for more interesting games. Mm -hmm. I can't but agree with you about this last point: uh, the the to general toning down of everything. Mm, now. Uh, that combined with the fact that you cannot use more than three action points per round, I think that makes everything deadlier, but more fragile and generally speaking, funnier to play and more interesting. But this, this is just my, my point of view, of course. Yeah. But in the, in the, the latest iteration, iteration of the rules, there were sometimes some situation in which a model can could just be too powerful and uh, very difficult to to challenge. 
No, yeah. not not so much, because generally, yeah. generally speaking, every, every everybody lost something more or less. Who lost more? Who lost lost something less? But everybody lost something, and uh, yeah. everything is more killable. And it's good, good, just good for me. <laughs> yeah. Friends, Matthias, yeah. Matthias asks asks us how strong are the new the guild characters, and how can they change the way to play the guild? First question. Speculation. Number two. Will there be a scenario just using ships? Number three. According to John's question, number three, anything for you, admit that in future. <laughs> I know you want the Barkalak, but no, it's not going to be released ever. <laughs> you have to proxy it forever and ever. <laughs> I, I really fear the day in which they are going to, do, to release the Varkolak because I know that every everyone, every Strigoi player and their mom yeah, too are going to play the damned werewolf. Yeah, he's so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> he's unbalanced, no. He's so much. He's only protection one, so there's a clear weakness. But he's very powerful. Indeed. Yeah. Mm. I think he'll be out this year, to be honest. I this is my, my speculation now. Uh, I I think slash hope that Titi Combat is going to release the Varkolak in the same way they released the, the Bracura, like yeah. a side release uh, within the second yeah. wave of uh, stuff. In the end, it's just the Varkolak and maybe a handful of models that are still missing from the Kickstarter. Yeah, probably just the Varkolak. I agree. Don't know. Yeah. Well, about the questions for Matthias, let's give you some answer. Yeah. Mm, Let's, do you want you want to? Yeah. What was what was the first question? The first question was about the new guild characters. How how they can oh, change yeah. the way in which to play the guild. Yeah, we, yeah, we discussed them already a bit, of course. Uh, but for me, uh, the biggest change. Well, for example, the whaler mm -hmm. is just a package of brute strengths, mm -hmm. and the only one that comes close uh, is the 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 brony. Mm -hmm. uh, And I think, uh, yeah, that if you combine it with other brute characters like uh, uh, the henchman, uh, I forgot his name, with the hammer, <laughs> I think uh, the, the ship with the hammer is ship. Uh, the ship. Uh, the dark work. Uh, I don't know. Oh my God, I'm checking it now. Yeah, the ship something. Uh, the ship raker. <laughs> It's not the ship. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> well, anyway. You, you, the, the guild is starting to get a couple of characters ship right. Uh, ship right. Yeah. The guild is starting to get a couple of characters that are way more in the damage category mm -hmm. with high damages and high strengths. And I think uh, that more brutal playstyle is something we haven't well, I wouldn't say haven't seen before but is now more becoming more uh, more of an option. Mm -hmm. Whereas before you probably had a bit more jumping and a bit more uh, like with the capo, uh, or or yet a couple of citizens that really had to work together. Mm -hmm. Well, the waiter doesn't have to work together; he can single-handedly take out models. Yeah, I I think something like that too. Mm, I I really no, I have no idea if they're too powerful or not. I think that now they bring new tools. Like you said, as you said, the the, the possibility to try to uh, fight the other gangs uh, on their own terms. I mean, uh, the the waiter and the, as you say, the the shipwright. 
are going to wreck faces, even even uh, when uh, facing the patricians, for example, that are my ideally uh, top fighting faction. Okay, and, um, the smuggler was bringing new tools, for example. The possibility to replenish command points was uh, was unheard in the guild before, so I'm very happy about this. I don't know. Uh, time will tell if these kind of new new releases are going to to break the faction, but I don't think I don't think that. No, mm, no, they won't. We we, uh, we we see a little bit, as you say, empowerment of, of the martial aspect of the guild, but it's. Not so dr- a, a dramatic increase in uh, in, in fighting prowess or something like uh, like that. I don't know. Time will tell. Scenarios uh, in ships. Well, yes, it's the, the the battle of the Grand Canal. So there is a scenario just using ships, but I don't know if you mean ships like the big ships or uh, the boats. If we're talking about the boats, there is already a scenario. Ships, I don't know. They're just very big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also one in blood and water. Yeah, mm. there's ships. Yeah. I, I, I think that Matthias want to know about real ships. I mean, like the galleon, and not not just yeah. at all. Is there a, a battle only using ships? Really? Yeah. I mean, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I forgot the book here. Okay. <laughs> cool. I think it's in blood and water. Oh, okay. I'll check it. I check a little. Mm, ready for the next customer? Yeah. Okay, Robert. One last question. Uh, what do you think about ill tides? Do you think it is worth to go five points over and take one ill tide? I think that it is one for five <laughs> points over. The answer probably isn't quite clear, but I will love your opinion on this. Hmm, <laughs> you're more qualified than yeah. me because yeah, I know that you uh, love little tides, taking little tides just for those five yeah. additional five Totally days. worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> Even that spaghetti. <laughs> uh, well, that's a bit unlucky, but <laughs> but but gambling on it is, is worth it. Yeah. No, of course of course it can totally backfire, but you know. Mm. It's risk. It's a dice game, so I think it's worth it. Cool. I would roll the dice. <laughs> well, yeah, as you say, yeah. it's a dice game, so luck counts, and oh, yeah. luck, bad luck counts too. So why not? Yeah. Let's say that probably those five additional ducats can bring you in your gang another dog, for example, or give you the possibility to to have a, a little more powerful character than uh, what you would have been buying with only 100 instead of 105. Yeah. Maybe it can be worth the risk. My suggestion is try to use tights and <laughs> let us know how yeah. we went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, worst can happen is you lose the game because of one of them. <laughs> of the bad, bad spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, there is another question. This came uh, up in the the Italian community from Matteo. Um, I just asked for you your opinion on how the latest release in the Guild, the Vatican and and Patricians, uh, have an impact on their respective factions. In particular, I would ask you how uh, you see a crew all focused on dock workers, 
with Hobo Master as a leader, could it be the redemption of the fisherman, or which player is easily found to have four models? Why? <laughs> I am one of those, maybe. Uh, Matteo, there's nothing to say here. I think that, in a sort of way, we already answered some of your questions about um, when reviewing the, the releases. Um, my, this is my, just my opinion, but I, think, I, I really think that fishermen are some, some of the best heroes that you'll have access to at the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, they bring utility, they bring hunter, and their hunter is really worthy because they are, they are on 30 millimeters base. The whaler is on a 40, so a little bit more yeah. niche. And they got that common point that is always useful. They hit hard, both with their boon, both with a spear, they got aquatic weapon. So I, I love this, this kind of uh, package in... Um, in the fisherman, uh, in the fisherman lot, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that the, maybe the hardware master can give you a little um, taste of the new amphibian assault theme of the Patrician. She can do something like that in a in a little, slightly different way. I don't know. Mm, talking about the Patrician, no, no. Otherwise, what, what's your opinion yeah. about the guild before going to the to the Patrician and Vatican? Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's still interesting. I haven't really uh, thought about the aquatic assault versions of the mm -hmm. uh, of the guild. So, uh, but I like that it's now an option that people can explore. And I would totally, if you want to try it out, I would totally advise trying it out. And I like that the game offers you those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, about the think, fish. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to say, I mean, you, the difference that uh, we already talked about this with Petition is that it's, it's more about mobility mm -hmm. uh, than actually fighting, it's, at least for the Petitions. But the difference is with the, the guild is that they have a lot of, uh, they have some more aquatic weapons. Indeed. So they have a bit more options to also fight in the water. Mm -hmm. And that makes them a bit more sort of the second water type player next to uh, <laughs> a Rashar. So that could also be very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a new place style to explore. I don't know how, how powerful it can be, but it's got its utility. Uh, yeah. As you said, the guild can field way more aquatic weapons than the patricians. So you can fight starting from the water or you can just fight into the water if you need so without having the the, mm, the need to try to try to drown necessarily your opponent like a petition is going to to do of course well talking about the petition uh, the patricians are in a very good spot i mean mm, they got this new play style granted by the admiral and uh, the wayfinder if the gang is Focus on shooting, and there are and you can you as the player can find enough line of sight uh, corridors or or the, the maybe the, the the field is set up in a way in which you can exploit your shooting. That can be devastating because now the petition shoots very very far away with the wayfinder. 
Yeah. I can I can see the Venetian spy on top of that bell tower paid with uh, the, the the guy, the wayfinder, shooting people 36 uh, inches away. Yeah. It's a costly tactic because it's gonna going to cost you about 35 ducats, but if you want to play in that way, you can... No. No, I don't know. Mm, powerful? I'm not sure. Interesting? Yes, indeed. Yeah. And I think they also changed a bit because now you have the option to hide, the hide action. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yes, shooting. I think shooting is a bit more powerful, but there is a counter to it mm-hmm. uh, for hiding. Yeah. Even for, for vampires, my my dear yes. friends, don't forget yes. to hide. You can, you should, definitely. Yes. Especially <laughs> when facing shooting patricians. Hide, guys, yes. hide. <laughs> <laughs> For example, Rez, you know what? I think that I never, never, ever, ever, ever see anybody taking the lantern as a piece of equipment. If people now shoots more and hides more, maybe including a lantern can be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Poor lantern. Yeah, it, it, it's an item for a shooting gang to counter uh, all the hiding. Yes, indeed. I, I I really encourage my patrician friends to try the lantern when building a shoot again. That's a cool, yeah. cool trick. And uh, the Vatican friends, what's your opinion in these new releases for the Vatican? Yeah, a lot please. of utility. Sorry, sorry, Rens, please be a lot. Yeah. Be controversial, please. <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> uh, with the Vatican, uh, controversial. <laughs> um, well, a fly, a flying free action point model. Uh, <laughs> what do I need to say? That's going to hurt a lot of people. <laughs> I always want to play with the flying models. They're just amazing. No more jumping tests. Mm. It's cool. It's a good sensation yeah. up there. And I'm going to like every time somebody tries to hurt the burning saint and all their modifiers don't work. I just get to roll six dice every time. It's really easy. You never have to ask, are there any modifiers to armor? You just roll your six dice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. That's <laughs> Vatican players will love it. No, my so, opinion is now, now, now Vatican are, are too weak. I really hope that they can buff the faction because it's way behind uh, the other ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, controversial. I'm, I'm trolling everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Rashar are way overpowered and uh, they will always win. Hashtag get good. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Well, I think, I really think that Vatican now are in a very good position. They got tools. That's the key. They got now tools with coping with the situation they usually were, uh, were the ones to put some difficulty in the Vatican play style. Like, for example, fighting into the water, now we got the Halcanter, the Baptist. And that is cool. I still think that rooftop game is not exactly what they, they are aiming for, and that can be the key to beat a Vatican, uh, Vatican game. But yes. the scenario here is, is the key, because, of course, if the if you've got objectives and they are spread in... Uh, on the board, Vatican can be powerful, but their true strength is unlocked when 
playing together close to each other, overlaying buffs over buffs. If they're picked up alone, they can be beaten. Even uh, the new the new burning said I don't think that it's going to to do that much if he's away from the Baptist and is thrown into the water. It's basically a, a dead, another that night on the bottom yeah. of a canal in their full plate armor. Smart choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo, believe yeah. me, we ran out of questions. Oh no. <laughs> we can yeah. do some next time. Incredible. And I think, friends, that uh, this this is all that we got to say about these new releases and um, these uh, this new episode of uh, Monsters Behind the Mask. I think that from the next that next episodes we can start talking about the faction boxes, maybe or trying to to make something like the faction reviews, but in a more manageable way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still have to find a good strategy for that. Mm. No, the, the range is so, so big that it's not easy for us to, to just to understand the various synergies because faction and sub-factions are now very large. Uh, it's not easy. <laughs> and the episodes are to be like five, six hours long. And I think that yeah. just no, not enough time. <laughs> no. No. But we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thank you for staying with us, and uh, thanks for being with Monsters Behind the Mask. Yes. May I? (laughs) Yes, you should, definitely. Arrivederci e Venezia. Arrivederci a Venezia.